Andreas, thanks very much for joining us. There's obviously been a lot of discussion around um, student housing um, and especially international students and the, the impact of, of the pandemic. We're obviously now slightly further on and we're beginning to get towards the start of that um, autumn semester. Uh, how has it influenced the strategic thinking um, of the student hotel? Well, first of all, obviously we are affected and uh, we don't really know um, when uh, we will come back to a new normal. Um, Covid uh, goes and comes back and so it's really um, a difficult time to predict. On the student side, the good news is uh, that students not only come to our places to study, but also to collaborate. They love the community. They want to move out from home and they want to be with other students. And so we see that the bookings, in particular from European um, students, are quite stable. Um, the international students, in particular the Asians, are resistant to bookings. Same for the United States which always had been very important um, students and guests for us because we also offer short-stay products for one semester or two semester for international um, students. And um, that is uh, a lot less than it has been last year, but uh, uh, partly compensated by domestic demand. We see that in all of the cities we operate assets in, the demand from students is still a lot higher than the offering of student accommodation. So overall, I would say student accommodation is still very resilient for the strategy of uh, TSH. And um, we as a hybrid operator, we have student and hotel guests in the same assets. So originally we started with, wouldn't it be great if the parents of the student could stay in our hotel? And that was a few years ago. And then the parents were so excited and say, well, it's so great to stay here that we extended that offering. And obviously the hotel market is suffering a lot more than the student market. So strategically what we currently do is to shift more hotel rooms into student rooms and hotel rooms into extended stay. So there you see the beauty of our, of our hybrid model. We are, I believe, one of the very few operators who is able to do that in these times. Just talk me through a little bit more about the, the business model, um, uh, because also there's, there's the opportunity there to have um, kind of mixed use also, I think, within some of, some of the product. Yeah, I'd love to say that we are the best of all real estate. We have... Um, all great products in one asset and we operate it ourselves. So we are really flexible to shift from one product to another, opposite to people like in a shopping center, you have different retail concepts, but every concept is run by one retailer. So you can't say, okay, I shift from here to there because they all say, well, sorry, don't step into my front yard and, and uh, interfere with my offering here. We can really uh, react to what our guests want. And we can shift uh, floor plates, for example, uh, from um, meeting and event space into co-working spaces or um, food and beverage places into meeting and event. Um, we have um, flexible floor plates which allow us to do that within a few hours to, to really adjust to the demand. And if we talk about flexibility, I think that will be one of the most important things over the next month and years to give this flexibility to our customers, also to the corporate customers, to offer a place for their employees where they really enjoy themselves. There we are again, the return on experience will be very important for the people and your work 
that a place needs to be so attractive that people choose to leave their home office to go there because it is so much fun to work there and they see their, their colleagues and they collaborate, they meet, they are very productive and they feel the vibe. And I guess that's one of the unique recipes we have at TSH, that our vibe is uh, very high and once you go in there, um, luckily many people want to stay. There've been quite a, an extensive kind of program of development, Andreas. Um, is that on hold? Is that moving forward? What's what's the situation in terms of the strategy there? We have a um, project development pipeline of sixteen project developments in um, six countries in in our major cities in um, Paris, in Barcelona, in Madrid, in Lisbon, in Rome, in Florence, in Glasgow. So I guess for the next year, financing will be the crucial point. Uh, liquidity is king. Um, we have um, a very strong um, shareholder basis with APG, is the Dutch pension fund, as well as Ermond, a very well-known private equity fund with a, a stable investor base in the back. So, so we have the full commitment of our shareholders. But still, obviously, you need to see whether we will be able to attract all the financing at the conditions we had anticipated, or at least at reasonable conditions. The current plan is to finalize all of them. We have secure, secured um, these properties. We have secured the land. Um, and um, I hope we get done with it. Um, that is the beauty here. We are the operator. So um, if we develop the property, we know that the tenant will um, actually move in because it's us and we will operate it handmade for us. And I think one of the real USPs of TSH is this beautiful portfolio we have. And uh, there are some new pearls to be added. So um, hopefully we will get them all done. Great. Thanks very much. Um, thanks for updating us on the strategy. I think it's a really, really interesting topic and I'll be, I'll be watching it with interest. Thanks, Andreas. <laughs> Thank you.